Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your host and always will be Brandon Pham. And joining me, not just one, not two, but three special guests from the Raji team. I'm going to do my best here. Ian, Trudy, and Avichal. How you doing, guys? All right. <laughs> so sorry for the techno difficulties but this is gonna get rolling and an hour gonna pass by really fast awesome so i actually uh had like an indirect introduction to you guys i, I was at gdc when um when that was still going on a couple years ago and i saw you guys' game at the uh at the booths uh a while back and it was instantly one of those that really stuck out and i think we can get into it a bit uh, so this kind of goes into a little bit of Indian ancient history, uh, from what I can tell, right? And um, what's very unique, at least for my first uh, impression of it, was that it's unique. <laughs> like, there's, it's not, it's not about aliens. It's not about uh, uh, zombies, right? Uh, it was very rich in content and something that, of course, uh, with Indian ancient history, there's a lot of it uh, to discover. So I, let's just start from there. Like, was that more of you guys want to represent uh, your country and more knowing that rich history that there is a game here that not that's not being told and as part of like the game development scene is building over there that this was the perfect time for you guys to come out with Raji? I mean, yeah, the the fact that we were from we had transitioned from gamers to game developers ourselves, and we had grown up knowing that there doesn't exist a game of a dreams, you know, where you play as an Indian character and you you know going around in an Indian environment. I think that was the first uh, kind of a thought that. And knowing that we were, we had the skills to pull it off. I mean, this is going back in 2014 when Ian, Shruti and me, we met. And this was at a design college. And we knew like we are surrounded by talented folks. We know people who can pull this off. And, you know, if it were able to become a team, things didn't materialize for the next two years. And, you know, almost two and a half years later is when we all got together. And the idea was that to put India on the map, on the game dev map, and it can only be done with a high quality game. And that was a mission. And so many people have reached out uh, to us you know, uh, just now, like a few minutes ago, one of the biggest rappers in Indian scene uh, has uh, just uh, reached out to us on Instagram saying it was his dream to make something like this. And we've done it for him. And we've got a lot of messages like that. And so it's humbling to see that 
you know, the full circle is complete with Raji of what it started with and what people are, you know, perceiving it as. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about billions of people and thousands of years of history in Indian culture that um, it's now just starting to be represented in the uh, game development sector, right? Um, I can only yeah. imagine the game development is still growing over there and very much like, at least I'm, I'm Vietnamese, right? From the Asian history, it's not really that accepted as a career just yet. <laughs> I mean, sort of, right? It, it's very new. But when I try to tell my parents I'm making games, it's like, well, why? I mean, what about other things? <laughs> don't, don't you want to make a living? So it's it's still very new. And I can only imagine over there, it's it's somewhat like that? Or, or is it like more accepted now? Or it is a thing among college students? I think people are, uh, it is very young, the gaming industry here. There's only like a handful of studios doing games for PC and consoles, but the market, uh, you know, the industry has grown. I think there's now 300 plus studios here in India. And, uh, but, but is it being perceived as a actual profession that uh, parents or, you know, the elderly are aware of? That is, yeah, that's not there yet. Even we have a lot of trouble explaining our own jobs back home. (laughs) People think I'm an animator and I have no idea how to explain them what a game design, what does it do? Even to my own friends, actually. Forget the the generations. Even to the people who studied with me in school, uh, it's not easy to explain them. But with the change has to start and we can say Raji, uh, you know, I, I'll just give you a sh- short story. We connected with a 2D animator, uh, I think uh, one week ago, and he told us that Raji was the first game his mom and dad sat together with him and watched the entire thing. And that has never happened in his entire life. And of course, he was got told not to play too much or you know, do something else or do something better. But Raji was the first game to do so. And very uh, recently, you know, the Prime Minister of India also came in support that we should be making games on Indian folklore. So it's a, it's a start. We are just starting. But of course, these things take years and even decades and generations to, you know, go into the mindset of people that it's an actual industry and something that your kid can pursue. And I think Ian and Shruti have seen this throughout college. They were game trainers and they had parent-teacher meetings with the, you know, the students, uh, parents. But I guess with artists, it's a lot more, uh, like in India, there's a lot more game artists and artists who are working on animated series and movies. So uh, I think that's a lot more accepted uh, in India. There's a lot more people who are aware about it, like being an Mm -hmm. animator or an artist or character artist, environment artist who can work on all these stuff that uh, goes into games and movies. But yes, to explain probably a designer and a programmer is something still not uh, in picture yet, but definitely artists uh, is something even parents are slowly opening up to because there's so many studios in India that outsource and it's a, a profession like people look, look on 
to yeah. and they do do a lot of courses for 3D softwares and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot more accepted and people do understand that much at least. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that when I started out in the industry 20 years ago, um, it was, um, my dad said to me, you know, what do you do? Um, and, and, you know, he's got no idea. And I, I think the best way that I could describe it to him, I said, listen, I'm a virtual painter and decorator. <laughs> and, as as, and as soon as I said that, he went, oh, okay, I'll get you. I understand. Yeah. Um, my mum, I had to go back and get my visa sorted out a couple of years ago. And because um, and, I was doing the characters, um, I sat down and, you know, obviously took my work home with me. And um, and then she just literally just looked over my shoulder and, and just looked at what I was doing, and and then then I I broke it down for her and showed her how everything works and, and so on in very very layman terms, and um, and then it, it clicked the light I could see the light bulb just click on them you know with it, um, and then you know, she said you know the, the you know the hours that you dedicate to your craft is 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 amazing you know you know you you've all got very good work ethics and and you know she, you know commend us on that but it's in in many regards it's like it's only to like our generations now that um you know so like my, my sister you know she's got a, a young boy and he's at what 12 13 years old so he loves fortnite and stuff like that and he's got our game recently and uh, he was playing it and he's loving it. You know, he said, I'm, I, you know, I didn't pay him to say that, but he said he's loving it. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, it, it's just one of these things. It is generational. It is generational. And it's also people in India, uh, also, sorry, say it's families. It's, um, you know, they, they, I think they, the, the expectation is similar to England. Um, the expectation is that you're following the footsteps of so-and-so. So you're going to be a lawyer, engineer, doctor, etc. But when you say something of the arts, that's when people are a little bit um, worrisome, I suppose, because you know, they don't know too much about it. Yeah, the, the role of a starving artist, I think, is very true. And um, mm-hmm. the game development scene of anything is very competitive, right? So I come from the game development as well. And I, I did see like an evolution. I've only been in the industry for, for 12, 13 years. But even in those 12, 13 years at the beginning, it was very much like how you guys describe your job to people who, who were curious. You know, I start very mm-hmm. basic. He's like, I'm a 3D artist. And, like, and then if they ask more, it's like, oh, I work in the game industry. If they ask more, it's like, I make the world. It's like, they ask more of the environment. So there was like, you got to piecemeal it to people. I, I made the first mistake of just like explaining everything. And you just see their <laughs> eyes kind of roll back in their head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just goes mm-hmm. over. And again, the same thing is what Avichel was talking about. Uh, uh, they just assume everyone's in animation because they can. Most people <laughs> see the TV and things are on the TV. It's like you you're on TV. You do TV stuff. It's like no, I I do games. So I think um, iPhones, the age of Fortnite, has helped greatly the last few years for people to kind of respect game development as a thing because now that they see it everywhere and they now kind of know like at least gamers make money right <laughs> and then yeah. and then then fall down to the game developers so it was nice kind of see that evolution uh kind of going through but what what i'm also very interested in what you guys are doing is that 
you're ushering in a whole new voice into the game development scene. I, I think there's the Western, then the Eastern, like Far Eastern game development scene and some European cropping up. Um, but I think Asian games are uh, still underrepresented. And, and a lot of it is just like what we're saying. It's just we're, we're seeing colleges starting to offer uh uh, game development as a course or as a degree now and uh, accessibility has gotten a lot easier with tools um, uh, an army of 10 developers have the same tools as an army of 300 plus developers uh, that's only happened recently to kind of lower the bar with everybody um, you guys were kind of mentioning you, you guys were instructors and teachers over there too uh, I mean what what changes have you guys seen in that evolution in the last five, 10 years in, in terms of quality of students, in terms of students of interest. I mean, where, where are these students finding it? Are they just scouring the internet for you guys? How are these accessibility happening over there in India? There's very few, that, you know, decent schools that offer such courses. Um, and, you know, we were involved with the interview process all the way through to, you know, when they're, they're passing out. Um, you know, and uh, we've got particular standards that we employed. Um, you know, we, re, we uh, rewrote the curriculum um, because it wasn't up to present standards or you know today's uh, skill uh, skill sets at that at that particular time. Um, and you know, it was funny because I recall I remember some of the students when they turned around and said to us, "Our standards are too high," and we just turned around and said. This is industry standard. Yeah, you know, this is if if you can't hack this, then you know you're going to have to really sit down and practice, or or you know really question why are you here? You know, what do you want to do? Um, you know, and so you know we had that sort of with some of the students. Um, you know, yeah, you know some good ones that really wanted to just knuckle down and get on with it and. Um, uh, what I would like to add is like when I was, uh, so after I did my degree, uh, I did a small course in animation and 3D art. So basically the software. So that's when people around like artists who were especially coming out, the thought process, the way things were approached were very different. Like it was more like, stuff that's given to me, I'm just going to do that, like, mm -hmm. and move on. Like, it's more of what's, this is my reference image. This is how I'm going to approach it. And that's what my end result is going to be like, very, uh, very, very yeah, exactly. Like uh, approach was like this, this is my way and I'm not going to think otherwise yeah. or try I'm, I'm something. I'm not going to deviate yeah. from that. Yeah. But when we were teaching in that college, like more, it was more of a broad thinking, like how this will help in the game and thinking about the broader, bigger picture and not just like how your job is related with design team and how it affects the game and all the other stuff, the technical stuff that needs to be thought about is also uh, like a lot of artists, like now you have branches, you have tech artists, you have artists that specialize in certain, then there are generalists. So these things were not prevalent before, but now people are like artists, especially when we were teaching, the students were a lot more 
okay. like aware. Yeah, they were doing their research online. They were part of communities. They were talking to people, artists around the world. They were following artists on Art Station. They were a lot more aware of what the standard is, mm-hmm. and they wanted to like reach a certain standard and had an aspiration to be in certain companies or do start their own game or like anything like so that's what was different i think from what when like just the industry started or how mm. artists were made in, in like in yeah because it's like you know remember with the students as well you know we were literally like saying yeah, get these off and open them up a little bit like this yeah. And in, but uh, yeah, but a lot of them were like that from style. From the start, from yeah. the very beginning. But, yeah, because the, uh, right now, uh, like internet, it's got so much source. There are so many online courses. All artists uh, even share their uh, approach to how they uh, do their p- projects. So like there's so much material out there. Like anyone who has the passion for it can definitely learn mm-hmm. and uh, well, just quickly, one of the one of the wonderful uh, wonderful things that I uh, I got the students to do, and uh, you know, I mean, sure and I, you know, we're got like thirty odd years between us experience, uh, probably more now. And um, <laughs> I said to the students, I said, I might have a lot of experience, but I don't know everything. And I said, by the end of the academic year, I want you to show me something I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that got the O. <laughs> that's opening up for some i told you personal professor oh my god but that, that is the best part i think a lot of the um what, what you're talking about you know i i used to teach as well on the side um well, what's great about that it actually just like any type of teaching in any industry it actually helps you with your fundamentals going through is like oh man i actually have to tell people how to do this one thing that i've forgotten about or really you know, self, self-educated more on, and it, it was a very rewarding experience because you're, you're constantly thinking about game development and the other aspects of game development and not just crunching all the time. And, um, what's also rewarding, and I'm sure you guys are, are seeing this a lot. You're, you're seeing a new crop of students that are, uh, inspiring and motivating you in content. And actually I kind of see it as my, own type of personal spyware to kind of see all right where am i right now how do i rank <laughs> am i are these students outgrowing me right now like do i need to sharpen my skills i mean how good are they right because uh it's just one of those things you it is a, a younger industry and since yeah. every five years or even less now there's newer tools and things we have to constantly adapt to make better. And if your finger isn't on the pulse, uh, you're going to lose track and fall behind really quickly. And so being a teacher helps with that, uh, helps with you evolving as a game developer. And I, I find a lot of, a lot of old veterans that are, have many years in the industry, uh, sit out of the desk to do th- their job really well, soon get pretty outdated because they don't have the interaction of knowing what's going on outside of their cubicle, basically. Um, so uh, an- another topic that I've been kind of bringing up with a lot of developers, indie especially, 
so this this last this year uh have sucked right <laughs> which is the, the easiest way to say it you guys just recently released last month and i'm sure like the, the marketing the gdc the e3 all these events that you guys had lined up last year got derailed in a big way and uh there was a lot of adaptation that had to to happen uh for you guys to put this game out and make some noise right um so uh let's just first kind of talk about how's the situation over there with India and, and COVID or uh, not, not good. Not <laughs> Does it, it just completely. We, we, yeah. we just uh, got the highest number of uh, <laughs> yeah. cases on the, on the planet. Like, oh, wow. Even higher, even higher than us yesterday, I think. Yeah. Oh, give give us a sec. <laughs> yeah. 80,000 something in a day. In a day, jeez, yeah, eighty thousand cases in a day. So, so we've been crunching since February. Like, uh, I mean, we were crunching before, so but like the lockdown started in February, yeah, and of course, the Nintendo thing was happening in August, so you know, the hardcore crunch started, and we were like, you know, six months. Seven months, eight months, it'll be over. We'll finish this. Go on a vacation. Mm. Go to the beach. Go to a beach, go somewhere, like whatever. And now it's like we worked so hard. <laughs> and we are now just trapped. <laughs> like we can't even do anything. We can't go. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> it's like under house arrest. Yeah, but even like it has affected our uh, stuff with team as well where things could be easily solved by yeah. talking to each other in a room we yeah. have to always be on like yeah like um a lot of our team members yeah. are not in india but uh, but majority of the team is in pune so it's it just was easier at least the core team was in pune and it was yeah, easier everyone under one yeah, roof yeah, yeah. So at least especially when we were about to launch and where we needed everyone together, it was a lot harder for us. But I guess we just had to adapt though, really, because, I mean, we saw it coming. And so we got the team, we dispersed the team and, you know, just like take the computers, et cetera, um, and and just prepare uh, and go home. Um, because the worst thing that we wanted to happen was for one anyone to be affected with this, um, and then unfortunately that would have affected um, uh, the development schedule. Um, uh, I mean, obviously health comes first. So yeah, we had to just like you know make sure that uh, we actually forced uh, uh, Deepan and the uh, delay to live together. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Tech artist and one of the coders, <laughs> and um, so they went off with the uh, all the dev kits because they needed it, and it's as simple as that. Um, and you know, we're constantly talking on you know Slack and uh, Discord. And- yeah, and later, me and uh, Ali programmer Paris, we had to, I think, visit them for almost two weeks every day. Because uh, you know we had to test the game, and so some bugs were supposed to be solved locally, and uh, you know, and things keep coming up uh, when you're near launch, of course. 
So we had to do that. That was, you know, not that difficult. I mean, it doesn't feel difficult, but it probably was. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, definitely a lot of challenges with this one. I think it tests every type of relationship, colleagues, uh, husband and wife, <laughs> son and father. <laughs> like it was just like, it was intense. It was like, uh, I think we had like a three year experience fast forward for everything. And, and just like, <laughs> it is, I kind of joke around. People, couples especially are going to come out pregnant or divorced after this pandemic. <laughs> There's the two options. Game development. <laughs> Somehow okay so far. You made it. We haven't but like each other yet. It was intense. It was an intense because um, I, I was a permanent remotely. I worked from home before the pandemic happened. But, you know, we like like most people that work from home, we had a routine. We go to gym. We do other things outside of being at home. And yeah. yeah, this was intense for me because suddenly I'm schooling my children because of like the schools were closed all of a sudden. And so I had to act like, it, you know, I was a teacher before. Now I'm teaching and Zoom calling in these business. It's impossible. It's, it's it, even to this point, I think, you know, even though it's gotten a little better, it was such a learning curve for even for me who was used at being home. So I can imagine people who who are kind of use the office as an escape <laughs> suddenly finding themselves at home stuck in this like uh, reality of theirs. Right. It's a uh, it's a bit much. Yeah. For and, uh, us, like mm -hmm. studio is a part of our our apartment, our home. So we like, never get away from it. So we we're always, <laughs> but like you said, for for me also, it was an escape to go to the gym or at least have some way of escape to go somewhere. And we were just like stuck between computer and our. Home. It's horrible. It really is. I mean, it's like you know we've got computers over there linked up ready to go for light baking and i'm just like got the chairs going back and forth, <laughs> back and forth like, <laughs> yeah okay okay someone's pressed something in the level and now the level the light is broken it's like oh great yeah all right and then we've got to go back and do like another five hours of baking it's like don't touch it yeah you know um uh, and this is all happens it's like pandora's box it all opens up and everything just um, comes around and just goes <laughs> yeah just before we go to launch something but yeah it's uh, it's been very challenging um and recently we are going back to the gym well not the gym but we're out outdoors doing gym stuff now. Yeah, but now again we should reconsider it knowing how many cases yeah, you guys are you guys are beating us you guys <laughs> I should stay inside if anything we yeah. already beat you man like yeah you're already beating us well, yeah. we'll talk next week because I, I, I see it <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's the frustrating part. It's just um it's not like the numbers don't align with what I see. I, I go outside my neighborhood and I see people just walking around with no mask on or uh mm -hmm. you know, there's just yeah. at least on the in the state it's so politicized. Um where common decency or common sense with health. It's like, man, you people used to wear masks when they had the flu. It's like, why is this any different? Um, it's frustrating. This is like, again, it really tests your relationship, uh, with everybody, uh, who you trust, who you don't trust. Suddenly I have less friends now <laughs> when I ever see <laughs> it just happened like that. It's like, wow. Okay. Um, but like you guys said, you were forced to in this situation and what, what I found surprising too, I always thought the smaller teams would have a, 
a, a better adjustment than the bigger teens, right? Like, you know, the Activision, all these big companies suddenly have to do it at home. It just seems like they have a lot more wheels to turn to make this happen. But as I was talking yeah. to these smaller and smaller teams, it's, it's difficult, too, because communication is still the problem. Um, people do prefer yep. talk. Uh, I, I, what used to take two seconds to turn around in your chair and ask a question. Exactly. It's a whole yeah, exactly. thing now. And yeah, our gameplay team was in one room. And now we're like, yeah, it's a, you know, like you have to bypass several, you have to ask for person one and then he'll check with person two and then you'll get to know and you know things get lost in transition oh yeah but i think we, we've we've done a pretty good job because we, we did release the game and we did manage to do it it was insanity at some point mm. or at many points it didn't change at all because of the covid our schedule did not change you're right. you know, we we continued with you know what we had to do and we had to uh, hit our milestones all the way along um and, and you know we've had to adapt yeah and also with the indie world showcase we couldn't miss that oh talk. god no 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 yeah. no <laughs> yeah that set the yeah deadline that, you know which yeah. one which one is that sorry i, didn't, I missed that which yeah. event we, we launched through indie game world right nintendo oh, okay. Yeah, so so that was an opportunity. Of course, we cannot let go, and we had to do it. And I think I remember when the lockdown started, and the early couple of months when the world was all you know, everyone's crying about it, and uh, or doing you know trends or what are they doing in lockdown, or someone's getting two weeks off because their company is still figuring out what to do. Yeah, We were just going at it, you know. We were like, this is, this is no lock, this is just crunch. <laughs> <It's lockdown." laughs> but now it really... Different rooms, yeah. Yeah, but now it really feels like, end this, man. We, we, we went through a lot, just like, let us go on a beach. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's I think that's the first thing for it's been uh since February, right? So it's like six months. I, I thought by six months we'll be uh I mean realistically, you know, it takes a while to get the vaccine, like four years was the last fastest time. Exactly. So uh but I don't know. For some yeah. reason I thought six months was enough. <laughs> and a lot of people are are really struggling to to kind of fathom that it's actually going to be longer at this point. It's very hard to get used to. And, and what's worse over here, at least in the United States, what's frustrating, you seeing all these people not really um, following along. It, it seems like it's being extended. And, and I don't know about you guys, but... But at least, uh, at least my family too. Like you would see family and friends just hang out, and you get kind of jealous of it, right? It's like, ah, oh, I wish I can, but I'm, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> it's like I don't want it because that's the number one way of it spreading. It was the family <laughs> gathering, but it really, it's really tough. Like it really tests your your patience and, and everything right now. Even here, like even when the lockdown was strict, even with like right now, uh, the government is still on like opening up a lot of stuff because of i guess the economy is going down so but like people just like even when it was more strict they were just out on the roads like 
talking on their phones, just hanging about with friends, like right. like as if nothing happened, and it was just so. <laughs> yeah, because what what also happens is the shooting. I we um, just this is off subject slightly, is that we um, we feed strays uh, dogs, um, so like we feed around about 150 dogs uh, every oh, other wow. night. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to get uh, permission from the police to go out, and we did all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, remember when we went to um, Blackie and uh, Rascal? Um, the, we, we've known these little dogs for since we're pups, but it's a compound next to the police station. And we went in there, and there was like all these vehicles that have been impounded. Yeah. Because people are just going outside. And it's like because Indian, Indian roads are chocker. You know, and everyone's coming at all different angles, uh, you know, vectors or whatever. And, um, and so they're just going out for the novelty to, the, to see these roads that are all empty. And it's like a ghost town. And um, and so the police are just like, you know, nicking them for uh, for this. And it's like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, I, I think if anything, this is a primer uh, for the zombie apocalypse. I mean, this is why only like 5% survive. Because, it, you know, 95% is just like high-fiving and eating dinner with their mask. So, yeah, it, it's the it's the... It's the appearance of effort that bothers me the most. It's like, hey, uh, I don't know. I'm we're going off topic. I'll, I'll bring it back, but I just want to say this. It's just like <laughs> you you would see these uh, people taking pictures, right, with their masks on. It's like, hey, we're still social distancing, and then they would immediately take it off just to like put their arms around each other and say, hey, it's been a while. <laughs> right afterwards, it's like, wow. what are you doing? It takes a second, dude. But uh, this is the craziness that. That's happening on, on top of you guys developing games. What's impressive, you guys didn't push back the date or anything. You guys just drum along. I guess, I guess more crunching. <laughs> I guess we got to keep crunching. Um, yeah. Which is what I find a lot of teams now are struggling the most. It's like, um, because it seems like you guys had some kind of familiarity doing meetings online and stuff. The teams who haven't mm-hmm. are finding themselves super unproductive like people are just not that good at home like i I find most people aren't even though they dream to work from home they just aren't because of the distractions and you know Mm. their favorite shows on i mean it's as simple as that it's just like (laughs) they find every excuse to not do work yeah Exactly. So it's like, for instance, I'm going to put uh, Avi and uh, Dudu here because it's like, I don't know how people can do it. You can do it as well. Yeah. It's like you can watch a show on one monitor and keep working. And I cannot do that. Um, <laughs> I, See, I'm very picky with those. I pick like, okay, this is not that great or whatever. So it can yeah. go on the second screen. That's how I do it. It's the <laughs> white noise. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll teach you the way of laziness. Uh, see, see, sometimes <laughs> uh, when you know when I was fixing bugs like collision bugs, which are brain dead bugs, you know, you just have yeah. to shift them and uh, take you know increase the thickness and just then play again, break it, or th- right. that's when you watch those things because these are brain dead jobs. I mean, we're not doing creative jobs. Then I can really do that. But if I'm doing something like you know, creating a block out for a new level, then I can't do that. So for me, it's like that. Yeah. No, I, like I, you off, I really, <laughs> so Ian's the type I, that. I need went... a zombie, zombie job for <laughs> yeah. doing that. You know? No, I get you, man. Like, Excuses. I think Ian's the type when he's, if he's serving prison, he's like 
concentrating on shoveling dirt. <laughs> like we don't want to. We don't want to it's think about wrong. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'll make sure this pile is big and this hole is bigger. Yeah, you're yeah. in the line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 definitely uh Ah, it sucks. It's going to be another six months. Sorry to break to you guys. It's going to be a little longer since you guys are number one. Yeah. It's going to be number Yeah. Especially in India, it's going to be definitely more. Yeah. But when you're talking about teams as well, because we've got um, our VFX artist was in Brazil. Right. Um, we had a, a composer um, in Greece, and one of the cutscene animators was in Melbourne, Australia. So, you know, we had to juggle all this as well as you know, running the company, uh, making sure everything's done, looking, you know, for um, uh, voiceover actors, um, you know, the scripts, you know, and the narrative scripts has been written in conjunction, you know, because obviously we came up with a story, but then it was like, you know, we had help with that as well, and that was in the UK. So there's all these different things. There's like several plates that have always been uh, juggled between all three of us. Uh, simultaneously so it's um there's no mean feat it really isn't and also we've got our own jobs to do as well so mm-hmm. no that's, i think that's a huge help to kind of be able to have your team spread apart because that's one of the things i feel like smaller teams are, are better at because they're so used to having uh key team members spread across the globe and you can't do anything but do online meetings, right. Or zoom or any of that sort to communicate. And you're kind of been kind of, uh, practicing, uh, for COVID, I guess <laughs> COVID like situations, uh, for, for a while now. Um, and yeah, it's, it's so impressive that you guys stayed on course and, and just be, was able to buckle down and focus. Um, and kind of going through with this whole cycle of, of, um, uh, changing on the fly, you guys, your guys is, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys had these events lined up. What kind of changes did you have to make uh, for your marketing to get your word out and everything? Like suddenly there's a lot of virtual conferences and all this stuff to kind of help accommodate. But it's very hard, I think, for smaller teams to not have GDC or, or these events um, to be face to face and be able to talk to people at the same time. I think... Uh uh so this is something yeah you you don't get face to face feedback that's true but i will say because of the pandemic everyone's pretty much at home or was during the steam game festival and i can say that we got a very very good response on the xbox summer of gaming demo event and the steam one which happened in March and I think one in June. And uh, by response, I mean, we had a feedback form at the end of it. And the number of people who played this was in thousands. And so many people took time to actually write down detailed feedback. And it, of course, helps, you know, shape the game. And uh, yeah, the, the, the part of, you know, face-to-face is missing. But somewhere we also know that not everyone will be totally honest face to face, but when they're sitting behind the computer, maybe they do get the chance to be more open. So you know, it varies from different different people. But I, I've I will say the the number of events like E three is gone. We know that, mm-hmm. and GDC was cancelled. I mean, postponed. 
and uh, packs is online now yeah these things have been affected but i have to say summer of gaming has done a pretty good job with all these events we were part of the event with escapist magazine i mean uh, a lot of small events popped up ign's summer of gaming and uh, we we participated in these events and they got us eyes on the project so you know that worked in a in our favor i would say the online events but i think uh, to add to what we just said would be the biggest thing was the indie world showcase to be actually uh, be choose uh, like that was the biggest exposure to launch uh, at for switch and to be there on that event with other uh, big indie companies and it just like opened who, eyes who, who were they <laughs> super giant oh, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, it was quite an exposure uh, for us to be in, on that event with i think yeah. that also brought a lot of eyes and uh, like helped to market and spread the game like yeah, spread the word yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like this this unfortunate climate kind of helped um build up the fundamentals of marketing where where you take away all these let's say advantages that these big or small companies would have do by doing face-to-face and it kind of equals the level field a bit through just internet interfacing, or do you feel like it's, it's gotten worse because for everybody, uh, because everyone's kind of forced to kind of email marketing <laughs> and then get exposure and stuff. Well, I suppose, I suppose you, yeah, you, you're all pretty much been taken aback because of the, you know, the global pandemic, but also the same token it's I think it's helped in many regards to, to bring the community together. Um, and you know we're getting inundated with uh, interview requests and so on, which is really nice. You know we're getting some beautiful reviews, um, and yeah, that help. Are <laughs> we? Yeah, I mean, I have to say I agree with Ian and on this point, it has helped us. I mean. Right now, it's a bit difficult to compare because, okay, let's say the pandemic was not there. Let's say E3 was still there. E3 is three days of, uh, you know, I, I mean, I was just reading someone wrote a very sensible comment somewhere on the internet that E3 is dominated by AAA presence. And yeah. indie games who make it to E3, which has started over a few years, is a way... Uh, very few of them but as i was saying even small events right but uh or, or there were number of events which started i think there was forgetting names there was escapist magazine ign's summer of gaming then there was one more and the summer of gaming included demos for xbox also so we wouldn't have had the opportunity to take the demo to xbox whether demo and indie games are featured on the main home page of uh, you know the the store page which you know you get your own section and that wouldn't have happened you know in an event we were i mean we've gone with idea at xbox to like all around the globe basically mm-hmm. i don't know six seven even events with them but you know uh, there i feel uh, 
people not as many as people could play the game because the attention is taken by the next triple a game which is coming out and it has a huge queue of 100 people waiting to play it but with summer of gaming i mean just using xbox demo you know we got featured all the demos got featured there were some 60 demos and then people you know it has a ripple effect people play it people are le- leaving ratings some people are compiling their best five demos oh we were on rock paper shotgun uh top five demos i think and just because of that article you know more people found out about the game so all those things add up uh, i mean i hate to say this but the pandemic does did help uh, you know change the way the industry was a couple of years ago or last year you can say mm-hmm. and maybe it's it's showing us a path that virtual events is the way forward it's even less expensive for people yeah it can be a pain to organize them maybe but uh, it's saving space maybe it's creating less pollution <laughs> yeah. and it's it's definitely the eyeballs are there it, it that is due to covid you could say people are at home gamers are at home you have more time to be distracted and there's plenty of games and demos to be distracted about so i think that has worked in advantage of indie game devs and i you know somewhere i also think 2020 is when a lot of games have been launched i mean we'll get to know by the end of the year i'm sure it beats the last year by a good margin so uh, you know the, the visibility i think you must have read that steam reached i think 24 million concurrent users i hope that i'm not wrong with that but it broke its own record and this was in april or march i think right when the lockdown was imposed in us so that had never that couldn't have happened like if if we were living in a normal year so somewhere those things have helped but of course now is time like covid needs to go away <laughs> yeah six months is enough um yeah. but it won't you know we can keep wishing it i was just reading a, a message from someone on uh, who's a design professor about how long world war he he described literally world war 2 uh how many days it has been uh since covid started and in world war 2 terms like germany is not even invaded france is not even invaded us yeah. ussr is still with germany the d day is uh, four years ahead and the invasion you know it, he's just saying that uh, he and you know he was saying it to complain about people who are not wearing mask he was like shut up and wear your mask mm-hmm. because your great grandfathers would be ashamed of it mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, oh, thanks Avachel okay. for for sharing us up with that statistic. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely it's very real, right? It's it's uh in the last six months the, the numbers are crazy, very dramatic. Um might be the only time we kind of hopefully the only time that everyone has have gone through this in their lifetime first and last. And um and they kind of talking about the the long term effects of this um you know we're we're starting to see and you were kind of getting into it a bit 
where uh you know a lot of people are at home now at first it was mobile games a lot of freemium games but we're we're we're, we're basically converting a lot of non-gamers into gamers in this period right oh yeah and oh, naturally yeah. they're gonna evolve their tastes you know when they stop playing roblox uh, <laughs> to something that looks better like at raji right uh yeah. they're you know the evolution of the gamer uh it's already taking place uh, a lot of Fortnite. you know last year we saw Fortnite. a lot of people or are, are, a lot of kids especially have, have, are converting to different games so i mean uh, the industry as a whole is is benefiting um and uh what i am curious about is on the game developer side so like i still don't know what this effect looks like it sounds like very much like you guys everyone although there are advantages at working from home everyone's kind of rushing for a change of pace like i i i have no choice i work from home so it's like i can leave my house and go back in and that's me back to my pre-pandemic days right but for you guys Mm -hmm. you know if you guys had an office before everyone's kind of rushing back in the office a little to work to kind of take a break from home i i would imagine or at least I would also see on the other side a lot of developers who don't see the uh, the advantages too much of being five days in the office anymore. I think there's going to be some kind of hybrid discussion with most workplaces yeah. to be like, hey, we were doing this for two years. Why are we here right now? Why can't I take Fridays and Mondays off or something? So I, I think that is a, that's going to yeah. be something like that. Yeah. yeah. There is a AAA developer, I forgot, I'm forgetting who, but I read that they have uh, declared work from home for entire 2021. Yeah, a lot of places. I don't know who it is, but yeah, yeah it, it's it's something, I mean, we, uh, we can just look at Spanish, who it lasted for three years and almost four years. So, well... <laughs> Avi, you're being very optimistic. Like, oh, Avi's the, the engineer. He's being very realistic. Yeah, like, this is the way it is. Yeah. See, at least we can. So I'm counting on getting in a car and going to a local beach in Maharashtra where we are staying. At least yeah. that can be done, right? Right. I'm just saying, be a little optimistic for the world. I'm saying, like, yeah. So, so that's not gonna change the real, real what, what what's actually happening. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with Avi, man. Like, um, even with the vaccine being rushed out right now, like everyone, like it's passing through all these regular guidelines yeah. that we usually do the test things. It's gonna come Would you want to be the first that... one who takes this? I mean, that's how the zombie yeah. apocalypse happened in many movies before, right? It's just like taking this untested yeah. drug that everyone takes at once. Um, so it's, it, it, even if there is a vaccine that they're rushing by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's game developers, gamers. Say so, so what? <laughs> <laughs> it probably won't be any good anyway if they're rushing it through. So. I, exactly. Like uh, it's gonna come with a disclaimer. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, I think, um, I think that's the reality. We just have to, uh, at the very most, we can maybe extend our bubble a bit f- for the next year, but uh, it's not gonna be. I think 2022 or, or thereafter, where if you're not used to this by now, uh, 
start getting used to it uh, is the best way because we're not at the end. And for yeah. game developers, I think for a lot of people, especially my family, uh, outside of this household, because I got this household to check, no one leaves, right? Um, everybody is, uh, I think, holding on to hope too much where I think that's how, well, you know, people like Avi don't break because they... He's already putting his feet up for the next four years. But it's the people who think like next month is is going to, you know, everything's going to be all good and chill. Uh, those are the people that break. Uh, and I'm seeing Brandon, people are so frustrated right now because they think next month already, is going to be the end of it. Yeah. I already made a plan that because of Raji, <laughs> I've lost. Uh, there's so much backtracking and backlog of movies games oh books. yeah so i've already made a plan like you know this is now is the time to catch up. Time. exactly dude. Like the development is over most of it so i'm you know i'm actually <laughs> trying to watch a movie per day basically design his uh entire vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's thinking as a designer okay this is what gonna be next <laughs> yeah staycation so the designer's have to know the system to beat it, right? So we know yeah. that this is not going to get over for three, four years. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, the thing, yeah. is, though, the thing yeah. is, though, Brandon, this is no different for us because we've been in this doing this for four years. Yeah. Three years. Three and a half. Three years. Yeah. Like a, almost four years in January. Yeah. 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 Well, so, you know, four walls, <laughs> monitor. <laughs> and prison. Yes, at least, yeah. at least had a fight at least I could walk out <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you get that corner I get this one let's just chill you know so, even yeah. the breaks breaks we took like it's been like one year since the last break I think more than one year those were for us they were never actual breaks because there's a milestone and then there's the financial stress mm-hmm. and it it just feels a one big massive crunch, you know, and yeah. it's just it, the intensity keeps increasing towards the end of the line. But I'm I'm happy that at least we, we even COVID happened or whatever happened, we got it done somehow, and we we got it done good. And now to the next one, which is October fifteenth for PC, Xbox, and PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should yeah. be good. Yeah, the 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 thrill of any development has always been about the ups and downs, um, because those are the biggest risks and rewards. I mean, the, those are the only things that are worth doing. Um, you don't want to stay at a like a steady pace. Uh, it's oh, a lousy way. Even if you try, life. Yeah. yeah. Even if you try, <laughs> yeah, game development doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're about the, in the hour mark and I, uh, I want to thank you guys for, for coming on and, and chatting with, with me. I mean, this is what I live for now. Just talking to people <laughs> that isn't my wife or, or kids. It's just anybody else, please. Um, so it, it was a nice change of pace to talk to adults. Um, and, uh, and I want to ask you guys uh, one last question before we kind of send, send you guys off. So a lot of listeners uh, out there, uh, viewers out there, you know, are curious, are in the crux of indie development during this crazy time. Um, If you guys have any word advice, we'll go around the table to best stay the course, stay motivated, 
I mean, obviously, just pretty much saying queue up all those shows that you never wanted to watch <laughs> for the next four years. Anything to kind of help <laughs> developers right now figure this out. It can be through marketing. It can be through game development or anything. Um, because we're, if any, everybody. I have, a way, way nice, yeah. I have a very nice tip for all the game developers. Okay. Go to your Steam library. And look at your backlog. <laughs> yeah. All the game all the games you bought and never played. They're looking yeah. staring at your soul right now. Yeah. All <laughs> that sh- all that shame stacked up can now be your salvation. <laughs> all, all that money that you spent that you never played uh should be helpful. No, you're right, man. All there's a lot of things I think internally that people have to have to look for right now to kind of pass the time yeah but you know i say that but the balance is destroyed like even for us right you know for me like to watch a movie like i know if someone recommends me and tells me this movie is like amazing and this and that i have to find you know my time and space i don't want to do it before a meeting or i don't want to do it right after you know like there's something there's some work to do yeah, I want to set like there's nothing to do, and I can enjoy this movie. But that's like never happened. So you <laughs> that's know, a good that thing. Explains, You're so busy now. Yeah, though. yeah. So, so yeah. I am looking forward to that moment, which yeah. is I think in December. You know, I'm I'm thinking that far, and then I can actually do that. <laughs> but Avi, if you have to give an advice, what would it be? Stop again going into <laughs> <laughs> World War. Yeah. So the advice for the game developers to how to deal with COVID is that. Sorry, I've lost the question. Is no, just any advice to game developers, listeners out there, how to keep on game developing, how to best healthy practices, things that you guys found that helped you ship the game to your original date. That's amazing. I, I think you're one of 10 people, <laughs> honestly, that have stayed the course and and somehow pandemic just, you're just like swatting flies, uh, didn't bother you guys. And that's a hard me, <laughs> it would be like uh, at a time like this where the community grows more stronger like for me at least is I find motivation when I see uh, I look at the work of other artists and I'm seeing right. that they're also making through it like it's you either talk to fellow artists or actually watch out for the companies that you look up to and how they're getting through it and like even I know it's difficult time for everyone we're all humans here but it's just to have that touch and to know like to get that little ray of hope and motivation from others that if that little push can always help Mm -hmm. through doing your work through the day and just giving extra Mm -hmm. push I guess Mm -hmm. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> for me, oh God, I don't know how to comprehend that. Um, it's because we've just been going at this for three and a half years or whatever. Well, actually, we, we actually started a project in 2018, October 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's been an absolute onslaught um, from then until now. Um, I don't know, it's just passion. Mm-hmm. Just 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 go for it mm-hmm. um it's like you know you've got your own story to tell tell it tell it how you want to and don't apologize mm-hmm. yeah pretend there's no nothing there's no pandemic there's nothing 
<laughs> the the World War II statistics to look at. Yeah, but it's always start going out. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we're. Uh, we don't start. No, I'm saying pretend that when you're in at home and you know you you're working on your game and yeah. follow a routine. Working out is important. Eat healthy. Don't trash it like a raccoon, like I did. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, if you have pets, take care of them, spend time with them, and keep keep your place clean, healthy, hygienic, all that, you know? Yeah, it just helps you with that extra, like, do things that just puts you a little bit at ease and takes you a little bit away from your daily job right. and the table Sorry. that you have to sit in. Yeah, like... You, whether it's reading a book or watch something that takes your mind off or just like Avi said, like for, for us, it's our dogs. It just takes us a little bit, releases that tension mm-hmm. and just gives us a little bit of happiness and lets us get on with our job. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a huge, uh, huge component. And uh, I totally agree with you guys, um, especially now. I, I think if anything, it's it's a time to focus on ourselves individually. Um, well, I mean, like wear masks and stuff. But like, I think right now, if anything, uh, it really focuses on uh, what, what I find out is I, I understand now why celebrities have their house all pimped out. Right. Or like the things that matters is within reach. Like everything else is a distraction. <laughs> so I understand. I get it now. It's like now that you can't leave the house, can you operate and function? And you should. I think as a person, you should be able to be okay with yourself and, um, and be like that prisoner and be productive right you can either be that productive one who or one that goes crazy within the four walls and ceiling um actually that brings to this fact that i i love like plants a lot but with the lockdown just my plant collection grew more (laughs) yeah and just it's like yeah. just to. It was like one more lockdown, five more plants. One more, <laughs> more plants. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm just there and waiting in the car, and I'm just thinking, oh, she's just gone in to ask for just one thing. And yeah. then she comes out. She <laughs> comes out with a whole garden. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. It's uh, true. Brandon. Yeah, the place looks good, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I do. I complain incessantly about it. I really do. It's like you know more plants, but it's like you know it's like a jungle. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but I was I was going to add to what you said about productivity. Sometimes uh, it's okay for people to just have their day off, right. you know, uh, because there was a lot of uh, this talk going when the lockdown started that some people are doing crazy stuff and they took courses, which is great, you know, but. Yeah. Not everyone is the same and not everyone can cope up with how this is going. So not everyone needs to be productive 100%. Oh, you guys aren't writing a book too? <laughs> I thought everybody's writing a book. <laughs> Suddenly oh. everyone's an author. Yeah, it's a thing. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you know, people need to breathe, like just yeah. breathe, focus on one thing. That's the thing, yeah. With a mask, yeah. Yeah, wear a mask. But one last thing before I send off, just to tag on what you're saying, it's very true. Now that I'm looking as my, ki- you know, at my kid as like 
not just someone that bothers me, but like, wow, you know, I'm doing something for this, the people around me, right? You kind of have to like take a break and realize like, what is the point of life at some time outside of work, right? And I think the pandemic actually taught you that because you can't just do your work 24 seven. It's like, this is the rare opportunity that you can really spend time with your family to this extent, right? You're forced to kind of figure all that stuff that you buried <laughs> or like uh, you can just delay from just getting a coffee, a cup of coffee outside, right? These are all things that uh, you have to face uh, problems yeah. with people and with yeah. yourself. Yeah. With everything mm-hmm. you're saying there, Shruti's looking at me with a side glance saying, <laughs> listen, listen, yeah. stop working 24-7, stop being a perfectionist, stop doing this, blah, 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 have time off, do whatever. Um, but it's, it's funny when Abby's saying have time off and whatever, because it's like we've been going at this for so long without weekends and so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's our first project. Um, we want to make a great impression. We want to give the, uh, the best quality um, all the way through uh, design, everything. Um, and so, you know, we sacrifice so much. And it's like, um, you know, the thought of taking a day off um it never crosses well some minds like mine mm-hmm. um and then when i do take a day off i feel guilty yeah ian's games launched up i know it's launched <laughs> yeah. yeah i would agree with you maybe before 18th august but the game launched on 18th august okay yeah, yeah. avi's been watching a full movie during this interview so he's <laughs> we're not even the focus for him right now so You'll learn from Mozzie. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even a full monitor. We're just a small window right now for him. Um, we just cut off your internet one day, maybe then you will be forced even further into darkness. Yeah, mm. thanks, mate. <laughs> well, uh, you'll be you'll be you'll be tending plants and you know no you'll you'll be there i think so i tried that one day didn't work do it yourself i'm not talking with anything it's a very careful thing yeah (laughs) make some tea for the plants Well, uh, I want to thank you guys uh, for your time. Uh, this is actually the part of the podcast where I kind of hand the mic over to you guys to share, to give a shout out to our listeners and viewers out there of whatever you want to share. I have a, a slight idea, but uh, I'm going to hand the mic to your team and uh, you guys can go around the table and talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we did talk about so many things right <laughs> yeah uh, uh, where, where, where can well, they find the game let's start with that oh okay, okay. thank you thank you for that <laughs> so uh, the game's launched on Nintendo Switch and it's on the eShop and you guys can just go search Raji an ancient epic and you should see it and uh, for everyone who's thinking, what about PC, PS4, Xbox? The game's launching on October 15th. And you guys can follow us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, you will, or Instagram, or Reddit, Raji the Game, and you, you will find us. Or go to our website, rajithegame.com. 
You're brilliant, you are. You're like a little billboard. (laughs) You've been rehearsing that. I'm here, haven't you? He's on whenever he wants to, yeah. Well, uh, I want to thank you guys for your time. Like, um, uh, before I I send you out, you guys want to say something first, Ian and Trudy? I just want to say thank you to all the fans. Um, and everyone that's been, um, uh, especially you know, with the Kickstarter, um, because that was in 2017, yeah, and then we had to cancel that. And but we've been keeping everyone updated as well. Um, and we we just been getting so much love uh, from everyone, and for everyone saying not to give up, uh, keep going. Um, family, the the family been brilliant, you know. Again, the dream, you know, uh, the what if it will be in the back of your mind, you know, back of your mind for the rest of your life if you don't do this. So, yeah, it's just the fans um, and the people like um, Epic uh, that do the grants. Um, we couldn't have been where we are without them uh, because in, you know, 2018, we uh, we got a grant there that helped us out uh, immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, and NVIDIA um, for their support and there's someone else that I'm forgetting. Who am I forgetting? I would just like to say that I hope whoever is going to play the game on October 15th or on Switch, I hope they enjoy the game. Like We've really put our heart and soul into it. It's a story that's really close to our heart and uh, we hope everyone else as well enjoys the game and it's a special story because it's it also showcases Hindu and Balinese mythology, something that's not delved into. So that's hope people uh, sees and finds interest in the story and the things that we are trying to say through the game. So yeah. I just really hope that everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah, we've poured everything into it. Um, yeah, we just want to say thank you. Well, I want to thank you guys on behalf of everybody that's listening to come on and, and share your story and knowledge, uh, especially the game in between like alien invasions and World War Two and zombies. It's very refreshing and it gives me a lot of um, excitement to see th- these type of games like Raji coming out um, because there's a whole part of other history besides Western uh, that needs to be told in and I, for one, am very looking forward to the PC version. I'm a PC player and uh, can't wait to play it, guys. Thank you again for, for coming awesome. on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us, Brandon. That, this was a good, good one. Yeah, okay. really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, have a good one. And you. you too. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give Game Dev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com. 
You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets thank you everybody